This podcast is made possible by the generous contributions from listeners just like you. If you have the means and you'd like to contribute, click on the link in the show description to go to my supporter page. Once you're there, it's completely up to you how much you'd like to give. There's no minimum and no maximum and no ongoing charges. Enjoy this episode and thanks for listening to The Saturday Quiz. Thanks for joining me. My name is John Leary and this is The Saturday Quiz, the podcast where I ask the questions and the answers are provided, hopefully, by my guests. With the Melbourne International Comedy Festival just around the corner, I have got another couple of comedians on the show. At last year's festival, they won the prestigious Golden Gibbo Award for their show Pet Nat and Hannah Chocolat, which The Age described as the most enjoyable hour of the festival. They're back again with a return season at this year's festival, as well as having their own solo shows. Welcome to the show, Hannah Camilleri and Nat Harris. Thank you. Hi, Thanks for joining me. Thanks for having us. Now, tell me, for, for my listeners, can you tell us what the Golden Gibbo Award is and why did you win one? Oh, why did we? Is that a? It's like an deep? independent <laughs> film award for comedy. Would you say? Yeah, it's like it's good. you don't have representation, so you're producing it yourself. But it's also independent in spirit, like in the ideas, which yeah. is, yeah, I guess, right. part and parcel with representing it yourself because you can afford to do whatever you want. Yeah. On the festival website, it's described as being they they created the Golden Gibbo Award in memory of the late great Linda Gibson who passed away in 2004 mm. and the award is given to a local independent show that bucks trends and pursues the artist's idea more strongly than it pursues any commercial lure mm-hmm. yeah we don't want money yeah. at all you don't want money you want you want to be like taken seriously as comedic artists yes right? i think that almost like if i read that if I didn't know anything about comedy, I'd be like, oh, I'm not seeing that show. Because it almost sounds like... <laughs> it doesn't sound particularly funny. No, it? it sounds like really indulgent as well. A like bit, we're just a bit pursuing... earnest and, indul- and yeah. indulgent. Yeah. Doggedly, these <laughs> ideas and concepts and, and not considering whether it's amusing for the audience at all. <laughs> totally. Yeah. They just take themselves seriously. But we did. We, we care a lot about our audience. I think it's a, a super fun show, isn't it, Hannah? Yeah, I think it's fun. We care about yeah, our audience. Yeah, we promise. <laughs> <laughs> what about your individual shows? What are those shows like? Are, are they similar? Are they different? Well, I know for me, I've done stand-up for a long time. So doing this sketch show with Hannah was like my first time doing sketch and character on stage. But I'm doing a character they do, I have done on Instagram a lot. Oh, cool. Um, And what's that show? What are your shows called? So my show um, that I'm doing on my own is called Sal and Friends. And my show's called Fortuitous. Fortuitous. And Sal is a... A middle-aged, retired woman. Yeah, just kind of really leaning into that, like, the minutiae of domestic life. You know, she's planning a 60th. I think her main quality is she has, like, an unhealthy obsession with her son, Brendan, who's living in London. <laughs> Who knows? Let's hope people find that funny. And Hannah, your show, Fortuitous, mm-hmm. can you describe that? Yes, it's always tricky to promote it when you haven't written it. But um, <laughs> I think something that you should know is that in 2020, Nat and I were rehearsing our shows side by side. And then um, the pandemic hit and we didn't get to do it. So we thought we'd do a show together together. 
So I had some characters from that time that maybe still could get some um, stage time in this show. But can I interject here? Yeah. I think Hannah's been very modest. Hannah is incredible uh, character comedian. You are, honestly. You could – she's maybe one of the most watchable comedians out there. Oh, no, my serious. Goodness. You're not doing is- – I should have written some kind of PR thing down. This is how the indie darlings of comedy promote their yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, Just waffling yeah. Yeah, don't, don't like come. It. It's going to be terrible. Yes. Come, forget about it. not very funny. That's true. Okay, yeah. start again. Fortuitous is – a wild and woolly hour of... Um... Do you know what our shows are about, yeah. John? No. <laughs> Not at all. I mean, I, I know that they're sketch, that they're character-based. And, yes. But no, I haven't been to your show. I didn't see your show last year. and uh, You won't see it this year. And I won't see it this year. <laughs> no, we're going to invite now, I've got a you. Question, You're on the before, door, John. I'm on the door. Oh, well, thank you. That's very, that's very kind. Then I will try and get along. Try and, yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, just pencil it in. Just. <laughs> do either of you have a favourite piece of trivia? Yes. Yes, I you do. do. And mm-hmm. what is that favourite piece of trivia? That cold pasta is better for you than when it's hot. It is. Like the what? chemical, yeah, mm-hmm. makeup of resistant starch. the pasta changes once it cools down. Yes, exactly. It becomes a resistant starch. And so I don't know all the details of it, but basically you take less sugar and calories in with cold pasta. And then once it goes cold and then reheated is even better for you. Mm-hmm. Same with potatoes. You're starting to sound quite a lot like maybe an Instagram influencer. Mm-hmm. I know, it's mm-hmm. not. No, it's more because I'm not a calorie counter health fanatic at all i'm a pasta enthusiast i love it i eat it for breakfast you do you eat it cold for breakfast yes and i think yeah i'll I'll eat food at any temperature i'm not fussed about temperature cold pasta cold potatoes no thank you really yeah no listen we have to take a break we'll be right back burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. You're listening to the Saturday Quiz. I'm with Hannah Camilleri and Nat Harris. We're going to start off with question number one. And I am going to warn you that I looked at this quiz mm-hmm. and I did think, well, there's some tricky ones here. So, Ooh, okay. okay. Make sure you keep that bit in the edit for the listeners. <laughs> okay. This is a tricky one, right. guys. Question number one. Are adagios played slowly or quickly? Do are either of you musical? No, not particularly. Not particularly. Hannah? I know pi- piano and pianissimo and forte and fortissimo, you know, like soft, loud. And then fortissimo crescendo. is like loud and fast or like, yeah. like you know, crescendo, yeah. acapella. <laughs> well, acapella is different, but sure. So That's any true. hints in there? Slowly or quickly? They're, they're two, it's 50-50. Uh, I'm going to say slowly just because of the... Pianissimo, like the the kind of the extra there in that word. Oh, yeah. Slowly? Mm-hmm. 
It is. It hey. is Very good. Okay, great. I, I thought you might have known Allegro. Allegro, yes. Do you know Allegro? Yes. Do you know what that means? I've heard it. No, I can't remember. It actually means cheerfully. I thought I, I imagined it to be the opposite of adagio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it, it means cheerfully. Yeah, okay. Cheerfully. Mm. Yeah. All right, adagio. Got one on the adagio. board. Well done, Hannah. Adagio. Hey. Yeah, adagio for strings by Samuel Barber was voted the saddest song by BBC listeners in 2004. It's that tune, I don't know if you've seen the film Platoon. Mm. Do you know the film Platoon? I haven't no. seen it. It's no. used a lot in that and okay. it is a very, very sad, you know, makes you feel sad. Yeah, oh, I'll pop it on, have a cry. Yeah, pop it on. Yeah. Maybe that's what we what need now. Yeah. All right, question number two. What is Asia's easternmost national capital? Asia. How's your geography? Not great. I would Eastern capital capital city. That's right. Okay, I would say national capital. I was going to say Japan is pretty east. East. Um, John, can you give us a nod? I cannot give. Yeah, you a nothing. Nod. Okay, uh, what no, do you think, Nat? Like no clues. When I'm picturing the world map, uh-huh. um, yeah. and the map I'm looking at is where Australia is bottom right. Yep. Northeast, because that's not yeah, the only way to done. view the world, yeah, is great. it? That's a very European, yeah, no, it's not. European so Japan, um, perspective. Far east. Yeah, I would okay. say Japan's far east. Well, is it Hokkaido in? Is that the no- northeast Japan? The island? Yeah, but that's not. What is the? But we're looking for the national capital. National capital. So we could Japan. go with Tokyo. Tokyo. Tokyo is the right hey! answer. Yeah. Okay. Well done. Yay. Well done. All right. Look at this. The capital of Japan has traditionally been wherever the emperor has had his home. Mm. So from 794 to 1868, the capital was in Kyoto. Mm-hmm. But then in 1869, Emperor Meiji, who was only 17 at the time, moved to Edo, which was renamed Tokyo, which literally means... Eastern capital. Interesting. Ah, wow, there you go. go. I like that idea of the capital moving around. You know, yeah. interesting. Share it around. Yeah. It, I, I mean, that. it's several hundred years in one spot for a while, so it's not really sharing it around. Actually, Melbourne was going to yes. be the capital of Victoria. Sorry, Williamstown was going to be the capital of Victoria, where I grew Williamstown. up. Yeah. But the water was too dirty. That was the rumour. <laughs> That's probably one of my favourite pieces of trivia. (laughs) All right, question number three. In the United States, the greens from the Beta Vulgaris family are known as chard. What, starting with S, are they most commonly called in Australia? Oh, silverbeet? Yes, bingo, silverbeet. You got it. And it's not the same as spinach. I always thought that silverbeet was spinach. But they're yeah, co- yeah, from right. completely different families. Really? Like, um, yeah, really? they are very different texture. Yeah. Chard's a lot mm. coarser, isn't it? That's right, yeah. Is chard in the brassica family or anything? Or? No, it's not a brassica. Oh, um, there you go. Uh, also in the beta vulgaris family are beetroots. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Beets. Okay. Learning. Very well done. Nice quick one. True. Okay, question number four. Xanthophobia is a fear of which primary colour? Xanthophobia. X-A-N-T-H-O 
P-H-O-B-I-A. Xanthophobia. The prim- do you say primary colour? I did say primary colour. So oh, okay. one in three. What are, do you remember your primary colours? Red, blue. Yellow. Yellow. They are the three primary colours. Yeah, I'm leaning towards blue. Okay, interesting. Hannah's gone blue. What do you think? I'm now? leaning towards red. I don't okay. know why. Xanth, Nats Z-A-N. leaning towards red. The, can you spell it one more time for me, Johnny? Yes. X-A-N-T-H-O-phobia. I mean, are you getting any clues in that, Hannah? What are you looking for when you've asked for the spelling or are you just padding out time? No, I just, <laughs> <laughs> I just thought maybe Talk from all the it. names like all the different names in different languages of blues. But now, you know, and then this could be wrong. Nat, what do you think? You think No, let's red. go with you. Let's go with, I feel like you put No, but I don't have thought. a case. I don't have a case. No, What's no, your no, case? No. What's your case for red? Just pure, just guess. Guessery. I reckon let's go red. Okay. All right. Let's go red. You've gone red and you said blue. But it's yellow, isn't it? It's yellow. Oh, yes. The answer is yellow. Okay, there you go. Which is a victory yeah, in its own right. Okay. It's the fear of yellow. I couldn't, I was trying to do my research and find anyone that had this phobia. Yeah. You know, so, someone famous, but there's not really. I couldn't really find it. Interesting. Oh, you wouldn't be able to watch The Simpsons. That's true. That's true. You wouldn't be. Yeah, yeah, what a shame. Okay, and do you think there was any hints in the name? Yeah. Well, Xanthi, there's not. I mean, it comes from the Greek, which means blonde haired. Okay. But unless you knew your ancient Greek, you're you're unlikely to kind of know that. Yeah, okay. Okay. I don't know where I was going with that with the blue. Okay. All right. So, yeah. I can take it. On that one. But that's okay. That's okay. All right. Question number five is a maths question. Cool. How are you both at your maths? I didn't even do it till the end of high school. <laughs> do I get Nor to have I? a pen and paper? Yes, you okay. can. You, well, I can't stop you, so <laughs> go for it. You write it down, Hannah. <laughs> what is the square root of 169? I don't know if I can remember how to do this. Do you know what a square root is? Yeah, like like three is the square root of nine. Like, how is that right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So how many times the number goes into that number? Yeah, so the the number times itself mm. equals that number. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what is the square root of 169? When Where when do you, start? you did do maths yeah. and you learnt your times tables, mm. how were you at them? Do you remember your times tables? Kind, yeah, I was into them mainly because I was competitive and because we used to do it like um, we used to have okay. like games, elimination in front of the class. Yeah. What's the What's the top one? Do you remember that? You know, the the highest. Where? How high did you go? Well, we we just went to twelve. Yeah. Right. So what? So what's twelve what times twelve? One hundred and forty-four. Exactly. It is one hundred and forty-four. Okay. So. So okay. are you helping us out it's here, more, Johnny? So that what does that tell yeah. you? Yeah, it's more... I feel like I'm your maths teacher now. So what you're saying is... So what I'm saying is that Mm. the square root of 169 is going to be more than 12. Yes. Right? Oh, KKK. Do you understand? Yes. (laughs) But not too much more. Not too much more because (laughs) what's the next one that you might know? I just have such a strong urge to cheat. 
<laughs> like I've same. got all of these things in front of me. Don't cheat, but you're doing very well. Like, is it th- you'll know it. Is it 13? It is 13. Oh. God, what an emotional roller coaster! I had the urge to cheat, and then I had this fear. <laughs> the fear I feel like I'm emotionally regressing, and then I had the fear to actually say, I was like, it's got to be 13. But then I was like this massive fear of being like, no, he's really leading us gently down the path to the right answer. But what if you stuff it up? That's so embarrassing. So I was back in the classroom. I had a lot of emotions charged in me just now. Well, <laughs> that was amazing. Very, if, you were, if you were that emotional at school, I can see why you didn't continue with your maths. <laughs> your I mean, we were all scared of being That's humiliated, it. weren't we? Oh, for sure. <laughs> But you did it. You you did very well. That's oh, amazing, Matt. Well done. I feel like maybe you need another little break. So why don't we do that? We'll be right back. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. You're listening to the Saturday Quiz. Hannah Camilleri and Nat Harris are my guests. And we're up to question number six. Who recently became the only tennis player other than Novak Djokovic, Rafael Nadal, Roger Federer and Andy Murray to hold the ATP Singles World Number 1 ranking since Andy Roddick in February 2004. So there's a lot of names there. Is it Medvedev? <laughs> it is. Medvedev. Whoa, there you go. Daniil Medvedev. Medvedev, sorry, Medvedev. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It is. That's amazing. Did you watch Great work, Nat. the um Oz Open final? Men's yes, final? that was the only match I watched. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. And yeah, I, I don't know. I took a real liking to Medvedev. I think he's cool. Oh, did you? Yeah. I know. Oh. Everyone was going for Nadal, but, and I was originally. And then mid-match, I don't know what happened. Something just switched to oh. me. I was like, I'm, I'm switching over. Maybe it's because I wanted to go to bed. <laughs> and so I was like, you Medvedev. Wanted <laughs> Looked okay. like a shorter match. A quick game's a good game. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was his second finals appearance at the Oz Open. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And his fourth Grand Slam finals appearance. He's only won one Grand Slam, the US Open, uh-huh. last year against Djokovic. Yeah. But he's mm-hmm. lost He's lost a US and an Australian Open to mm-hmm. Nadal. Okay. And he's, he's lost the Australian Open also to Djokovic. But he won against Djokovic in okay. uh, 2001. Hmm. That five-setter against Rafa, yeah. even though he had a two-set lead, yeah. at five hours and 24 minutes, it's the second longest major final ever played. Wow. wow. Yeah. yeah, did you watch it, John? I loved it. Did you? I w- still don't know quite how Rafael Nadal managed to do that. It was extraordinary. Yeah, I 100% didn't think he was going to do it at all. No way. I was really upset because... You wanted to go to bed too? I wanted to go to bed. (laughs) But I wanted Rafa to win. And when he dropped the first two sets, it was like, what, what? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, it it was was like... It's going to be over. I don't want him to go down like this. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right, question number seven. The maximum standard storage capacity of an iPhone 13 is 512 gigabytes. Was the maximum standard storage capacity of the original iPhone released in 2007 8, 16, or 32 gigabytes? Ooh. Did either of you, uh, are either of you old enough to have had a first generation iPhone? I didn't have one. Did you, Hannah? I was in year 12 in 2007. I didn't have an iPhone. No. no. So probably had some kind of Nokia. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, I did have an iPod that was 160 oh. Here we go. gigabytes. But that's yes. holding music and it doesn't have really any other function. Yeah, that's right. The iPods of the time were were massive com- right. comparatively. Okay, mm. he's given us a hint. Yes. But they're all small numbers, 8, 16 and 30. They are. They're tiny. But I'm, I can't so even go 8, but is 8 obscene, Hannah? Well, I'm thinking about the iPod, but, yeah, I know. I would have said 8, but then when I think about my iPod, I'm like maybe it was 32. It can hold... 32 gigabytes of data. Yeah, but it's not holding music. So what was the original one doing? Was there email on the original iPhone? Did you have the first iPhone, John? I did not have the uh, first. I I think my first iPhone was a 4, maybe? Okay. Yeah. Mm. Wasn't it wild when you got your first iPhone? Oh, it was amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. (laughs) But it was also Don't give it too much credit. You're just too available to everyone. Oh gosh. Oh yeah, and and still are now. Yeah, I was gonna say I've got a Samsung. I haven't been able to Nothing's get away. changed. Oh, you've got a Samsung. Now. Yeah, I've got a Samsung. What? Don't collaborate on a show, a creative endeavor with someone with a Samsung. Yeah, yeah. it's all fun. Okay, all right, back okay. to it. Eight, sixteen, I, thirty-two. I don't know. I'm going. It's. I mean, is that obscene? I don't know. I don't understand. Eight. eight, eight. You think? All right, let's go eight. It is not eight. Sixteen. <laughs> it was sixteen. Yeah. We should have just gone the middle. Sixteen gigs, which is tiny. Very it is small, tiny. Isn't it? I wanted smaller. I wanted a tinier phone. You wanted it to be even even smaller. That's even your dream, less, isn't it? Eight less capacity. Mm. Uh, yeah. The development of the original iPhone was code named. Do you know what the code name for the development of the iPhone was? Um, was no, it? I'm trying to think of something. Yeah, oh. think of, think was of something. It? Think of something funny. Oh, no, forget it. I'm trying to do something with Blackberry. No, it's going nowhere. It's another colour. No, no, no. No, nothing? Not even going to, like, commit to a – this doesn't count. This is just a question that I just made up, so. What's the name for the – now I'm asking you. The – when you get a printer – when you get printer letters. Yeah. And it's like – R Y C and the C is the blue. What's oh, that blue so called? Man. Yeah, is it that? It's not. Oh, why <laughs> did God, I go? Sure. Why did you let why me not? go down that path? Yeah, okay. No, it was it was codenamed Project Purple. Hey. Oh, purple. Okay. Yeah. Purple. Not yeah. as interesting as cyan, personally, but not, <laughs> not as interesting. As cyan. <laughs> All right. Question number eight. Cumulonimbus. Is a type of what? Cloud. Cloud, easy Ooh, one. Good work. Jumped in there. Do you know what cumulus and nimbus separated? What they what they mean in Latin? Cumulus, no. It's circles. Cumulus uh, means no, no. Cumulus means heaped. 
Okay. Like like cumulative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and nimbus means rainstorm. Hey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nimbus. Not to right, be confused with the Nimbus 2000. What's the Nimbus 2000? Oh. What is that? It's a broomstick. It's oh, a very, very, yes. uh, probably very expensive. Harry couldn't afford it. Um, Harry couldn't afford it. He was gifted one. Though, gifted so. one. Yeah. By? <laughs> uh, is, it Dumb- is it Dumbledore? I actually don't know. McGoggonal or something. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Or McGonagall. Ma- McGonagall. Oh, yeah, McGonagall. You're right. Nah, you're right. It's McGonagall. I think she winks at him as well. Maggie Smith. That's a, She's amazing. All right. Question number nine. Okay. Nebuchadnezzar was the ruler of which ancient empire? One more time. The name? Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar. Do you want me to spell it? It is a crazy spelling. You ready for this? Okay. N-E-B-U-C-H-A-D-N-E-Z-Z-A-R. Nebuchadnezzar. Let's talk about empires now. We've got, yeah, talk about we've, got we've got the Ottoman Empire. I was going to say that's where I'm going. Yeah. We've got the Roman Empire. Love that. What else? What What else? <laughs> I don't know if we need to name anymore. I think we can work we with what we've possibly, got. We could, we could possibly, we could end, we could name them all day, but we we could. No, I, I say mean, we with your Ottoman history Empire. knowledge and PhD, Ottoman um, Empire. You're saying Ottoman? Does that mean Hannah that you are going to lock in Roman Empire? That's how our creative process works. Yes, John. The name um, it doesn't. Because I, when I was in Turkey, I saw a lot of um, names around, and I don't know if that name looks particularly Ottomanian. Yeah, but then maybe it is, and then I'm just. I Look, know. I will tell you that it predates both those empires Ooh, by uh, quite, okay. a, quite, quite a bit. way. Okay, quite a bit. That's a nice clue. Okay. So we're go we're going in the we're very much in the BCs. Wow. Now, what do you got pre-Ottoman and Roman and there, empires? There were, there were two Nebuchadnezzars. There, were, there was of Nebuchadnezzar course. the first. That's right. Um, That's right. But, but the one that we're most familiar with. Yes. This is why I'm is, confused because there's two of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is Nebuchadnezzar the second? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm, I love um, him. I prefer him. Right. Yes. Well, okay. So he was born in 642 BC and died in 562 BC. I'll save you the maths. That means that he lived until he was 80. Uh, Which is incredible for the time. Uh. Yeah, it kind of was. And he ruled this empire for 43 years. Wow. I have no idea. Um. (laughs) What are you laughing at? Uh, I just, it's... um, I'm trying to think. I feel like it starts with M. No, it does not start with M. We're getting a lot of clues here, yeah. You will be familiar with this empire or you'll probably be more familiar with the city. Maybe you don't know that the city gives its name the to the empire. Whoa. Like Rome did. Uh-huh. Whoa, to the whoa, whoa, Roman whoa. Empire. But there's there's a city, an ancient city that you will you definitely will have heard of. Wow. It's in the Bible and uh-uh. Nebuchadnezzar actually led the destruction of Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. Does that help? Mm. <laughs> Jerusalem? No, I, no, I don't know Not the Bible. Really? Okay, so the empire is the city name. 
Mm. Okay, here we go. I'm going to give you another clue. I love this. There's a Boney M song. Do you know the band Boney M? Mm-hmm. Where they talk about the rivers of this <gasps> city. Babylon. Babylon. The Babylon, the Babylonian Empire? The Babylon. It was the Babylonian Empire. Wow. Yay. Well yeah. done. So you Anna. give me that and then I tack on my little. <laughs> yeah, very well done. He was the king of Babylon, the king of Sumer and Akkad, and one of his other titles was the king of the universe. How's that for a wow. That's incredible. Title? Well that's done. From the yeah. rivers well done, of Babylon. That's yeah, the that's one. Oh, well done. Mm-hmm. All right. Hey. Question number 10, the okay. final question. Final question. Here we go. Here we go. Name one of the hosts of the 2022 Academy Awards. And there's bonus points for naming the other two. So there's three hosts this year. They haven't had a host for the last three years. Hmm. The Academy Awards. You know, the, are you familiar with the yes, uh, Academy familiar. of Russian Picture? <laughs> yeah. Mm. So they've already happened this year and there were no, four hosts. No, it hasn't hosts. happened. It hasn't, hasn't happened yet. But they've been announced. They've been announced. There's three hosts. Three hosts. They're usually yeah. comedians? Okay. They are usually comedians and they are this time comedians. Two comedians and one more an actor. Okay. Hmm. All three of them have done uh, it before. Ladies. Okay, cool. I don't think any of them have done it before. Okay, okay what about uh, this? Out a few. Like your Tina Fey, your Amy Poehler, and your Kristen Wiig or something like that combo. But, but that, Amy- that's a good combo, but you um, down way the wrong off. Because they've already path. done it before. Okay, so we're down no, the I think ro- they've already done it. Yeah, yeah okay. We're looking for they're, younger, they're, they're more younger comedians, anyway. So, so three yeah, ladies. Three ladies, two women of colour. Okay. One white woman. So this is essentially just a guessing game of celebrities for us, Hannah. I'm terrible. Yeah, and with look, I'll be honest, names. one of them I, I'm i not really familiar with. Okay. Okay. Thanks for being so honest. Yeah. <laughs> one of them uh, kind of found fame, I guess, most or first as uh, a writer on the Chris Rock show. Okay. She's also a, a queer woman. Okay. Oh, um, okay. Is she? Is, does she also perform and act? Yep. Yep. And oh, I'm WS are her initials. Wanda Sykes. Um, Sykes. That's the one. Wanda yep. Sykes. Very well done. Awesome. That's okay. the first one. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Awesome. Love okay. It. I'm going to take you down the path of the white woman now. Okay. She is mm-hmm. a comedian. Mm-hmm. A.S. are her initials. A.S. Amy Schumer. Amy Schumer is is the other one. And look, the third one, her her (laughs) initials are R.H. She's she's not a comedian. She's an actress or actor. Look, I might just have to tell you her name. Yeah. Her name is Regina Hall. Uh, never heard of her. Never heard of her. There you go. So Wanda Sykes, Regina Hall and Amy Schumer are hosting this year's Academy Awards. That's which fun. The 27th of March, I think. Yeah, That's great. Wanda. I saw Wanda Sykes at the Comedy Festival a couple oh, of years. Oh, did you? Yeah, in 2019. She's she great. She's awesome. great. Oh, awesome. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Okay, we're going to take one last little break. We'll be right back. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hannah Camilleri, Nat Harris. Thanks so much for being on the quiz. Oh, thank hey. you so much for all of your um, your encouragement and guidance. Mm. Of course. You actually did really well. I, I genuinely thought this is going to be a really tricky one. Oh. But you you guys nailed it. I love that. Oh, and I've got some new trivia up my sleeve now. Yeah. What are you going to take away, do you think? Um, Babylonian Empire. That'll be... I'll add that to my empire list. I'm going to really up the research on the empires as well. Square root of 169.13. Oh, yeah. Nice. Good. Well, thanks, guys. Now, how can my listeners come and see your shows at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival? Or on the website, comedyfestival.com.au. Yep. Excellent. It's a good way of doing it. And Find everything there. Hannah Camilleri. And search. Nat Harris. Nat Harris. And Nat Harris. Well, thank you both so much for coming on to the quiz. It's been a real treat having you both. Oh, thank you. Nice it's been to meet so you. Nice, nice, to, yeah, nice to meet you both. Yeah, it's been really nice. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Saturday Quiz. I hope you enjoyed it. I didn't believe it, but apparently Nat's piece of trivia about cold pasta being healthier for you is actually true. Glucose from cooked starchy foods such as white rice, pasta and potatoes is absorbed very quickly by our bodies, which is what is meant when we say that these foods have a high glycemic index. Dr. Denise Robertson, senior nutrition scientist at the University of Surrey, showed in a series of experiments that when starchy foods are cooled, their structure is reorganised and the digestive enzymes in your gut can't break them down as easily. So the food now contains more resistant starch, which is not broken down and essentially becomes fibre. Thank you to my guests today, Nat Harris and Hannah Camilleri. Go and see their shows at the Comedy Festival in Melbourne. I will be. Thank you to Cindy McDonald for always putting together such great questions. And thank you to all of you who continue to support this show. One special mention before I go, it's my son's birthday tomorrow. Happy birthday, mate. Love you. My name's John Leary. And I'll have more questions for you same time next week.